IP. 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 Welcome to IP series, home to all things IP related, where I give you the stories, tips, and implications to business and creative decision concerning your intangible assets with real life case study. I am your host, Rita Henry Chinda. Subscribe and turn on your notification so you don't miss an episode. Cheers, guys. Welcome back to IP Series Episode 105 as we explore what industrial design is and how it's different from other forms of intellectual property. We also look at the main types and categories of industrial designs in Nigeria, the benefits of industrial design protection in Nigeria. We're also going to, you know, discuss how to resolve um, industrial design disputes, the legal framework, practice, you know. And I have with me someone from the industrial design registry who will be sharing her expertise and insight on what you need to know the basis of industrial design rights in nigeria so let's welcome lillian Agar. welcome to IPC. Um, so uh, can we meet you what is your name where you based and what do you do um okay basically my name is um cc lillian uchina um, I'm an IP lawyer, okay, obviously, based in Abuja. I work with the, um, I work at Federal Ministry of Industry, Trade and Investments in Abuja, at the Commercial Law Department with the Patents and Designs um, Registry, specifically. Interesting. Um, good to have you. Thank you for having, having. me. <laughs> yeah, so... The concept and definition of industrial design rights in Nigeria. Okay. Okay. Um, well, basically, design rights is an um, intellectual property rights. And you know that um, intellectual property rights are um, creation, intellectual property rather, they are like creations of the minds, you know, um, things like, um, you know, inventions, books, um, articles, songs, symbols, designs, trade names, um, even confidential commercial information known as trade secrets. They all, um, they're all intellectual property. So um, basically in Nigeria, intellectual property is divided into two. We have copyrights and then we also have industrial property rights, which is made up of patents, trademarks, and um, design rights, industrial design or design rights. Now, um, design rights, they are grants, are rights that are granted to owners of registered designs. You understand? Um, it protects um, the ornamental outward appearance of a product that makes it commercially appealing or that gives it its commercial value. So in Nigeria, according to the Patent and Designs Act, um, designs are, you know, like any combination of lines or colors or bolts or any three-dimensional form with or without colors, um, which is intended by the creator to be a model or pattern 
that can be multiplied that can be multiplied by industrial process and is not um, intent solely intended to obtain a technical result so basically and um, what this means is that um, designs are those lines patterns those colors or even the shapes of a product you understand that makes it um that makes the products commercially appealing to consumers makes them want to purchase the product so these lines patterns and colors shapes and um, those are the outward features of the products and that's and those are the things that are protected by industrial rights industrial design rights in nigeria the next question would be what are the categories of industrial design as applicable or recognized in nigeria um okay um in nigeria now we have um two categories of design like what obtains in practice we have um textile textile designs and then non-textile designs so textile designs are for fabrics mat um, clothing materials why non-textile designs are for shapes of objects you know the form of an of um, a product um basically so those are the categories in nigeria okay okay wow that's that was really insightful What are the benefits of having an industrial design right being protected in Nigeria? The benefits of registering your design or design registration is that first it grants you um, exclusive rights to your designs, your to your creations. So this means that only you can commercially exploit your creation. Like no other person can utilize your creation maybe by maybe importing it um, exporting selling keeping it for sale nobody can do that without your consent so that's what's the um, exclusive right and you also preclude others from doing it here so that's what the the exclusive right gives to you and then um, your design registration also um is like an evidence of ownership because um, once your registration is completed, you know, you are given a certificate of designs registration, which is which shows that this design has been registered with the registry and also shows that it belongs to the the name of the applicant in that certificate. So if there is any infringement action, you can always present it as an evidence of registration and um, ownership. And then it also um, um, design registration also prevents infringement in the sense that if before the registration process itself is carried out, um, is done, you need to carry out a search to check if the proposed design is similar or identical to any existing registered design. So if there is in the records, obviously, the proposed design will not be registered. So that way, it helps prevent in, um, infringement. And even if infringement occurs, you still have the right based on the exclusive right that you're given to, you know, initiate infringement actions against the infringer. And also um, registr design registration also makes it possible for you to get returns on your investments um, because you are the only person entitled to make use of it, to commercially exploit it, to get profits from it. Having expended so much time, you know, efforts, ingenuity and um, resources, financial resources to create the design then the exclusive rights now makes it possible for you to, you know, spend as in get make profits, exploit your design and make profits, make return on what you have invested in creating the design. 
basically, yeah. Fantastic. So I like the fact that you mentioned two things that kind of stick out for me, which is sex and yeah. also brain. So we know that within the Nigerian system, if you're looking at the fashion industry, there's been a lot of conversations or, you know, design rights, infringement. Okay. What would you advise a fashion designer or anyone in the manufacturing sector or anyone that has any product that falls within the basic requirements of getting a design right? How do they, you know, scale through all of this and the procedure for actually doing a proper design right, industrial design registration in Nigeria? Um, basically, if you if for the fashion designers, the manufacturers, if you've come up with something um, um, unique, because the eligibility requirements, are, um, it has to be new. The design has to be new, and then it must not be um, contrary to public order or more, not be offensive. So when you have a design that actually meets this eligibility criteria, it's much better for you before you go public. You understand you come to the registry and register your design you understand you already have like, like i read i had already mentioned the benefits of you doing that it helps if if not to as in a very okay if not completely at least to a reasonable extent it helps prevent infringement so all these infringement cases of it's my design i am um, somebody else has um you know taken my idea and registered it or done this because actually you know in nigeria the law recognizes the first person to file you understand even if that person is not a true creator so instead of leaving your your work to chance like that it's much better that you just you know come to the registry and register your design yeah so how do you now go about registering your design and is there like a limited term of protection for unregistered design just like we have in the uk where you have uh unregistered community design something like that okay um in nigeria basically what we what we what we um recognize are registered the ones that are registered you understand those are the ones that are legally re um, recognized so um how to go about it um okay like the process for you to register your design if i get you right you come to yes. the into the registry with your um design you do a search you understand now you pay the prescribed search fee the search is to check if your design is similar or is identical to anything that has already been registered in the registry so if your design is not similar or identical to any um existing registered designs then you'd have to make you pay you'd make payments of the um official registration fee then after that you then prepare your application documents now your application documents consist of the payment receipts the um, application form the application form contains the details of the applicant, the title of the design, the type of design that's either it is textile or you know non-textile, and then also the details of your your um, agent or your representative, especially for companies you understand that apply for designs, and then um, another um, other documents include your authorization form, which which is the form that in which you state, you tell the registry that you inform the registry that I am authorizing this person to act as my agent, this person to file this design application for me. And then you prepare your statement of novelty. 
telling the registry it's a detailed um description of the design like you're telling us what is unique about your design what makes it new and makes it stand out from other designs in the market and then you also attach four copies of of the pictorial representation of the design so that we can also see your design you understand and then once you have prepared all these documents you submit them at the registry a formal examination would then be conducted to to ascertain that all the required forms have been submitted adequately filled and signed and also that you have paid the prescribed them registration fee after which um, if it passes the formality examination the um, details of the application will be record will be imputed into the system an application number will be accorded to the um, application and then a file will be opened manually for the application then afterwards a further examination will be conducted you understand to determine if the design meets the eligibility criteria provided for by the patents and designs act that's the ones as to um, novelty and um, it's not being contrary to or you know morality and it's not being offensive also so if the, if the design is also okay if it pulls if it scales through then the examiner gives approval and an acceptance letter will be issued to the applicants the acceptance um, letter okay first sorry you get an acknowledgement letter you understand after um, the um, details of the design have been imputed into the system and and the design the application has been given an application number you will get an acknowledgement form from the registry showing that the registry has received your application and is processing it is working on it so um back to the acceptance stage once your design meets the whole and um, passes the whole examination both the one as a formality and the one you know checking to see if it um it uh, meets the it complies with the provisions of the act then you'll be given an acceptance letter now the acceptance letter shows that we have accepted your design your design is actually okay to be registered but you still need to present um a physical sample now you understand of the design which will be compared with what you have provided for the pictorial representation that you provided for so both will both of the, the the physical sample and also the pictorial representation will be checked to to ensure that they are consistent there are no inconsistencies you understand because sometimes the picture what you have presented in the pictorial form might differ from what you actually bring physically so we need to reconcile both and be sure that it's actually the same design that is being um, registered. If that if that process is also fine, then you would now get the, the design your certificate of design registration duly endorsed and um, sealed, duly endorsed by the chief registrar of the patents and designs registrar and sealed with the official seal of the registry. So that's all for design registration. Wow, it's kind of, kind of similar to how you would do a trademark um, registration. And I think the only difference would be the timeline. How long does this whole registration take? Under mm -hmm. normal circumstances, everything okay. Um, like six weeks, six weeks to two months, everything okay. should be um, ready. Yeah, but it's there's a there's a difference between design registration and trademark in the sense that you know for trademark once you get your acceptance letter you need to wait for the mark to get published and yeah. then pass the opposition stage 
before you can now process your certificate. But for designs and registration, you understand, or just once you get your acceptance letter, you only need to present your um, formal, your physical sample of the design. Unless the registrar feels, the chief registrar feels that there is any other reason why your design should not be certificate of registration. If not, you just get your certificate of registration. Yeah. Wow. Good to know that the, the timeline for registration is shorter. <laughs> That's if there's no <laughs> under normal circumstances without any issue. Maybe like you don't have KIB, sorry, queries. We call it KIB. If you don't have queries, you understand anything else that could delay your registration. That is good to hear. So, what would you say are like the legal framework that guides? Design or industrial, I don't know why I keep saying design, right? I think because of India for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are the legal framework when it comes to industrial design, right? I think I got it down. Industrial design, right? <laughs> you can still call it design, right? <laughs> still fine. Um, okay, um, the legal framework basically, we have the Patent and Designs Act, that's the main, like the major um, legislation for that governs and regulates designs registration and everything about designs then we also have the designs rules it's a subsidiary legislation that provides the forms like what the forms your application forms should um should look like um basically mm. then um so if i may add you asked me the duration the duration of protection mm, the can i can i speak on that yeah okay yes, the, the duration of protection is um, 15 years. You know, ap that's after registration or on registration, you get five years first. Then at the expiration of the five years, you have to renew for another five years. You pay your renewal fee. Then at the expiration of the, that's the other, the second five years, you now get another five years. So total of 15 years after which the design um, becomes public property. Like it falls into the public domain. I think amongst all the intellectual property that I know of, this is like this IP is the one that is the shortest. And I wonder why the term of duration is so short. 15 years. I mean, <laughs> just 15 years, yeah. Like maybe like compared to the other ones. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, what would you say are like the available remedies in the event of an industrial design application for registered design? And also for unregistered designs, okay. Like, um, like I said, for the unregistered designs, now, um, we don't the Play and Designs Act does not provide for unregistered designs, you understand, it only provides for registered designs. So, the remedies provided by the acts in the event of infringements, uh, um, damages they're just similar to what obtains in a civil matter for property rights. You, if the the infringer it can be maybe can be liable to pay damages um you know you can get um restrict um injunctions restricting for that you know preventing for that infringement and then you could um accounts of profits whereby the the um, infringer is made to account for like all the profits that the infringer made as a result of infringing using your design against without your permission then it can be those profits are awarded to the um to the design rights owner yeah 
So what are the regional and national frameworks for protecting an industrial design in Nigeria? Is it like a priority registration where someone who wants to protect their design in another jurisdiction can explore or I mean just you know give us an insight about that. Um okay. Okay, um first of all for designs protection hmm? we have yeah. national protection we have regional protection and then we also have international protection so national protection the protection is just within that country where the design is registered you understand then for um regional protection the it's more or less like though you are registering you want to use an application one just one application to register your designs in the countries in a particular region you understand like we have such regional ip offices or organizations we have aripo that's the african regional intellectual property organization for english-speaking countries african countries and then you also have oapi which is the African Intellectual Property Organization for um, French-speaking countries in Africa. So now, these are intellectual property um, offices, regional intellectual property offices. And then a member, you can just, with one application, you designate other member states that you have interest in. You want to protect, you want to, um, you want to sell your designs in their markets. You understand so you want the design to be protected in those countries so with one single application you can designate those states and apply in those states like together concurrently so it also happens with the Hague system the Hague system is more of is like is an international um, system of designs registration it was established based on the Hague Agreement, and it is administered by the World Intellectual Property Organization, WIPO. So with one application, you can also register your design in the, des the designated uh, member states of the Hague Agreement that you have interest in their markets. So Nigeria, unfortunately, is not a member of the Aripo, OAPI, not, and Nigeria is also not a member of the Hague system, you understand? So registration of designs for Nigeria is basically national protection. If you have, you register in Nigeria, you're protected in Nigeria. If you have interest in other countries, you have to go to those countries to as in, register your designs with their IPO offices because design rights, you know, just like IP, other IP rights, they are territorial in nature so now nigeria recognizes um the um what we call convention countries nigeria is a member of the paris convention so nigeria recognizes applications you understand from those foreign countries applications okay that those foreign countries that are claiming priority of their earlier registration in their country I don't know if you understand what I mean. So if you come to Nigeria to register and then you are like, oh, I have already registered in my country. That country is a convention country and I want to claim that date. Then fine, Nigeria recognizes that. But basically, it is still within the IPO office to decide if it will accept your design registration or if it will refuse your design registration because the fact that you registered it in your home country it was approved in your home country 
does not guarantee that you will still get approval in Nigeria. We would still apply our own laws and then we'll still do our own formal um, examination, basically. Yeah. So it's um, okay. Yeah, basically. Mm. Wow. I mean, it's interesting to see us here that Nigeria is not even the members of any of these regions and, 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 you know, it's also sad because it's just bringing um, the owners of these industrial design to spend more money. Exactly. Is to, is to not spend so much. Mm -hmm. Let, let's hope that one day the narrative will change. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're hoping, we're really, really hoping that the narrative will change, yeah. So my next question is, when it comes to industrial design disputes, does the registry have like an internal or administrative mode for resolving these disputes or do you just go straight to court or do you explore if like um alternative resolution mechanism or is there even awareness on how to resolve disputes around industrial design okay um yes the registry does that we actually have an ADR, an administrative panel rather that offers adr you understand like you know, to disputing parties with respect to maybe a conflict in the designs registration. Maybe you registered, I registered my this design, and then you also registered a similar design, and it's not going to work. How do we? Well, I want to go to court and all those kind of things. So we offer, we have an administrative panel where, first of all, you you know, you bring, you file your petition for the petitioner. The respondent is informed. He responds. They fix a date for hearing. They come as in at the hearing dates with their samples and other evidence that they intend to rely on to, you know, prove their case. And then once the registrar gives them um, fair as in fair hearing, yeah, gives both sides fair hearing, a ruling is given. And then most times, most times we are able to settle the dispute out of court, like within the registry, we're able to provide solution. But if any of the um, party is not of the parties is not okay with the ruling, you can always go to the can always appeal to the federal high courts. But most times, more often than not, in fact, let me say ninety nine point nine percent of the time, we are able to settle it internally yeah, before the admin panel. Like most times, it's so it's really, really very, very minute, very, very minute, like so slim. That's why I use the 99.9. Yeah, okay, so maybe you guys will get to 100. Fresh <laughs> invest in PR and sensitization. <laughs> like, okay, don't go to court. Come here, come here, come here. We're gonna. <laughs> But it's really nice to hear. Yeah, yes, so it's much better. So the panel, is it the registry members or you have external? And most um, times it's done in-house. The registrar precise, and precise, yeah. And then, you know, the other lawyers. For people like me. It's <laughs> <laughs> not fair. <laughs> okay, then. So my next question will be, What, what are like the best practices or trends 
that the registry has incorporated you know trying to make um industrial design rights easy in line with ease of doing business in nigeria um yeah mm. basically what what are those uh basically uh, what has been um what has been incorporated is trying to go digital you understand because you know the registration process that i explained to you is um basically manual in the sense that you come you submit we check you get from one deck to the other and all that so the registry is trying to digitalize everything you know from the whole um the registration process trying to make it an online process you understand whereby you just file you go online to the registries um website you file online you get your acknowledgements your your work is um, everything just happens on the system you understand and then maybe basically it's just for you to come and pick up your your certificate your documents your certificate of registration rather but we have not fully gone digital like we're not fully automated because even when you are able to file online it stops at a particular level you get in your acceptance letter you understand you will still need to they will still need to create a manual file for you you will still need to come with your physical sample the certificate of this of um, registration is still processed manually so we are on it we're still working on it trying to meet up with you know advanced countries to see that everything goes digital then the and also the um the another area that the registry is trying to um you know implement or work on is the search because we do search manually so like when someone comes for search you just you have to check all the registers flip through registers from way back years way back trying to check and be sure you understand so most times you know as human beings it cannot be um human beings tend to make mistakes so there are errors you understand but the registry is trying to it's making move to see how nigeria can um adopt the locano classification for design you understand whereby design is um classified is divided based on the into classes based on the type of the and um also the product so you can just you know impute like check okay we're looking at um, this particular design is it falls within class one or class two and then you just check it in that class and everything goes smoothly you don't need to start going through tons and tons of register trying to do search so those are basically the areas that we're trying to you know improve on and see how we can meet up with our, with our advanced them counterparts yeah, yeah so, so well, friend, i think one thing i'm to ask before we round up is okay so for instance you're doing a textile registration okay is there like a collection of all the textiles? for instance let's use fashion designers now okay i have so um i think sometime in 2019 the other side registered her ashoke um, collection okay called what was it called i can't remember what it was called okay so then you know she made a publication about to say oh my design my collection has now been registered and enjoys a design right protection in nigeria and doesn't okay. as to whether the ashoke qualifies as a textile so for textile registration for the fashion designer now is it one textile registration that covers the whole field or it's a bond to say 50 collections by registration or yeah as long as there are different designs as long as they are different, different designs. designs. Yeah, mm -hmm. so if it's different design, that means it's 
fee will be individual but if it's the same you are that, paying for each you are paying the official fee for each but it now depends on whoever is handling the work like you know sometimes you feel oh you are giving me 50 briefs 50 different designs you understand so if I just assume I take 50k for a design, do you understand? I could decide to reduce my professional fee for you because that is actually quite a lot of design, but you still pay the official fee for each of the designs. Wow. As long as they are different, yeah. So as long as the designs are different, yeah. The fee is individual, but if it's the same design, it's just yes, exactly. That's what obtains in practice. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. So, so does this apply to non-textiles as well? Yes, even for non-textile, as long as the designs are different, you pay the official fee for each of the designs. Interesting. See, lots of money for the register. That's why if I get you ninety nine point nine. You want me? To, do you want me? Do you want me to take that back because you are really? No, I'm really, I'm really very proud. The only thing I would say I don't like is the fact that if I am studying um, ADR practitioners, I want to Okay, maybe, I'll, maybe I would show that. Maybe I will discuss with the chief registrar. Maybe I will just let her know, like, ma, this is what I uh -huh. and No worries. As being an industrial design right, you know, who has worked in that space what has been your highlights um you know in the course of registration or examining a gc is there any registration or case whether in nigeria or international that has really stuck out for you and said okay i think the registration this you know so this line is actually going to benefit us and other than design rights industrial design <laughs> is there any other intellectual property you're interested in other than uh, yeah okay like a geographical indication is an intellectual property right right yeah. but we don't really do it in nigeria because we don't have laws on gi so that's another area of ip right that actually interests me and i feel that it's very beneficial for our country even if only our country can you know exploit it because gis are all about you know um origin authentic origin of goods you understand and those goods have qualities that are traceable to that region. So we have we have in Nigeria, like you know, the Nsuka yellow pepper that is now that has now gotten international recognition, even though we don't still have the laws, the GI laws to um, protect these GI eligible MGIs. What about the um Opada rice, the um and dye? All these things can actually benefit our country in terms of intellectual property rights, but then we don't have it in Nigeria, but we're, they're actually um, relevant stakeholders are making efforts to see that Nigeria actually um, establishes either a special legislation for GIs or Nigeria makes use of the trademark law system. But there will be so many amendments to the Act, definitely, so that it can it can accommodate um, geographical indications. So that's basically another area that interests me. Mm -hmm. Interesting. <laughs> One other interesting thing is I'm also part of the same working on the GI. GI oh, that's program. fine. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you didn't answer the first part of my question. Okay, so what, what was that? it? The first part of the question was, what are those trends or what has been the highlight of you being, you know, working within the industrial design? Um, 
It has actually exposed me to um, so many things because before I joined um, the registry, you know, I just thought law was all about um, law is all about the whole criminal thing, and you know, you go to court, you do the litigation, the whole law practice thing. But now I see that there is actually more to law in the form of intellectual property law. Like I now see that you know, then you know that you have pump, you have pampers, you know, you also have angels that pass, but I didn't understand. Do you understand? But working in IP, I get to see that, oh, there's a reason why this person is using a different um, name, trade name. This person is trying to distinguish or differentiate his own product from this other person that is making use of um, Pampas. And then I also got to ask, okay, oh, fine. It means that if I have an invention, I can actually, you know, get a right for it and exploit it commercially to my own profit. Then what about the people that, that like the design, people that create designs? You know, it's not all about, oh, I have created a product and I can just sell it in the market. And No, it's, it's way beyond that. You can actually assign it. You can license it. Like, it has exposed me to, wow, like, I find intellectual property law to be very, very, very um, interesting. And I really wish that they would do more about it in schools, like really in, um, include it in the curriculum in universities and even also in the law in law school, because it's like they say like the 21st century um, oil or something this is it we have moved from industrial the age of industrial property now like we are now into intellectual property and most of these advanced nations you see that they are growing their economy through their intellectual property you know so when you talk about um, big companies like you know google microsoft apple and the rest i think nigeria needs to catch up like we really really need to focus on intellectual property laws like that's just my own thoughts yeah Wow, thank you so much. It's been a very insightful conversation with you. I have learned a lot. You know, I'm going to deepen my knowledge in more in industrial design. So when I come to the registry, and I <laughs> it will be the first one that I'll be taking. So thank okay. you so much for spending your time with us on IP series. I hope you had a fantastic time with us as well. Yes, I did. It was a very, very pleasant and fruitful discourse. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for agreeing to join us. Well, 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 we have come to the end of today's episode of IP series. We've learned a lot about industrial design and intellectual property in Nigeria, such as the concept and definition, the legal framework and practice, the regional and international context of industrial design protection in Nigeria. We have also heard from our special guest Lillian, who has shared her experience, insights, highlights working at the industrial design registry. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it informative and inspiring i would like to thank our guest lillian for joining us today and sharing her knowledge i would like to thank our listeners all my ip friends you guys are the best thank you for tuning in and supporting ip series podcast if you have any questions comments or feedback please feel free to contact us via our email at ipseriesinfo at gmail.com your social media Instagram is at ipseries underscore with underscore Esmeraldo ESQ. And then we're on Twitter at ipseries1. Or you can send me a personal DM 
for my personal page if you know it so just type my name without reaching that and you see all my social media handle at esmeraldo asq on instagram and twitter and you know my full name on linkedin and you know we'd like to hear from you and learn from you don't forget to subscribe to our podcast leave us a rating or a review on any of the platform you're currently listening to me right now it really helps us grow and reach more people and stay tuned keep creating keep innovating this is rita and we're reaching the signing off from ip series podcast do have a great day and see you in the next episode cheers guys